One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Final Edition Radio Hour is a work of satire intended for people who own books, gentrify neighborhoods, and say they like kale. Please consume responsibly... The satire, that is. Strazvetsi, comrades. Welcome to the final edition radio hour. Mnyaza with Jeff Chrysler. Tony is not available. And fake Tony Hendra has been filtered out by internet. Welcome to last show where we can mention your Santa Claus. In Russia, Santa Claus is Putin. So is Easter Bunny, Lent of Lentil, and all of prostitutes. But do not be worrying. You went into election thinking, oh no, I won't be over. It feels like root canal. But then you come out of surgery like someone shoved balloon full of radioactive goop into your rectum. But do not be worrying. Balloon will soon burst. So will your democracy and all of prostitutes. Speaking of Melania, she played what you call the long game. Ha ha ha. Hello show. Please enjoy life. Have a holly jolly etc etc. And you must now listen to all of this episode of Okonchatelnya Redaxia Radio Chas. What do you hope for in 2017? The final edition asks the man on the street. Yeah, I'm going to go to the gym at least one day next year. Well, I just hope David Bowie doesn't die again. Brand new calendar! I'm going to resolve the party like it's 19... I'm going to put my mom into a home. Not my home. I can't wait for Facebook to tell me what I did in January last year. I'm excited for the next iPhone update, so then it'll make my iPhone worse than it already is. Broccolini is going to be the vegetable of the year! This is the year I find love. Courtney, love. I'm going to find you, Courtney. I'm finally going to eat a meal big enough to fill the hole inside me. I'm going to get in a fight. I can't wait until we all own black people again. Welcome back to the final edition. I'm Ben Kirshner, and with me today is Donald Trump supporter and self-described racial organizer, Percy Swedge. Thank you so much for being here, Mr. Swedge. Well, thank you for having me, Benjamin. Now, I don't know what a racial organizer is exactly. Can you explain that to our audience? Certainly. I believe in being organized in all things. Some people might even call me OCD. 
If you come to my home, you'll see everything in its proper place. Shoes go on the shoe tree, coats go in the front closet, dog goes on the dog rack. And you want to apply this kind of organization to the human race. Well, wouldn't that be much nicer, Benjamin? If every person lived where they came from, with people who are the same color and wear the same kinds of hats. Are you hearing yourself? Like having a silverware divider, but for people, made by Mexico. I suppose like an actual silverware divider, then. Mr. Swedge, what you're describing isn't organization. It just sounds like racism to me. Well, that's just nonsense, Benjamin. Is it racism to want Mexicans to live in Mexico and Indians to live in Indiana? Yes, that's exactly what it is. What happens when people want to live in other parts of the world? That's the beauty of my system, Benjamin. There are all these nice men in clean white sheets there to enforce it for me. Yeah, that's the KKK. Oh, yes. I love that they all dress exactly alike. A place for everyone and everyone in their place. Well, even accepting your crazy and not-at-all-okay premise... What about people who are mixed race or cultures that don't have a country? Huh. Well, I hadn't thought of that. But just do what I do whenever I get a polyester blend jacket. I just take it down to the incinerator and I... Ah! No! Don't finish that thought! Jesus! Well, where do you think I learned all this, Benjamin? Jesus was very OCD. The man was terrified of touching water. Walked right on top of it. Turned it into wine. A real aquaphobe. But... Not all people with OCD are racist. No, but all racists have OCD. Take that show about the detective. Are you talking about Monk? Yeah, the actor who played him really hated Jews. Tony Shalhoub is not actually anti-Semitic. Look, we all know character actor Tony Shalhoub is one of history's greatest monsters. Vital Edition does not think Tony Shalhoub is a monster. Why would you want to associate with him? Well, there's not a lot of representation for guys like me on TV. Well, I guess that's true. Not many characters have obsessive-compulsive disorder. No, I meant white men. Seriously, how many sitcoms do you think Tim Allen has left in him? And what's this Empire show I keep hearing about on Breitbart? It really gets my goat. Plus, it airs at 9 p.m., and that's an odd number. I hate odd numbers. Well, you're just a garbage person, Mr. Swedge. I'll give you that. Say, uh, could you take a look at that incinerator you mentioned earlier? I think I saw a smudge or whatever way in the back. Sure, I love whitewashing things. Fantastic. Some of us will be right back. Christmas! Oh, what is that? Merry Christmas, Paul! Merry Christmas, Paul! Merry Christmas, kids! Wow, look at those stockings. What you got inside? Mine's full of coal! Mine too! It's a Christmas miracle! Go ahead, kids. Play with your coal! Yay! How'd you afford all this coal, Paul? I took a small loan out of the coal bank. Now that Mr. Trump's going to be president, we coal miners will be back to working swimming in coal. God bless, Mr. Trump. Soon enough, we'll be using coal for everything again. Heating our homes, charging our smartphones, feeding our family. Sure will. Hey, what's that delicious smell I smell? What you making, Ma? It's a coal casserole, of course. Coal casserole? Yum! Ma, you make the best coal casserole this side of Appalachia. I'm gonna open up a bottle of cold champagne to go with it. Really, Paul? Why not? It's a special occasion. Besides, Mr. Trump just hired that nice Pruitt fella to protect us against environmental protection. Pretty soon, coal will be all over the place. Does that mean our sky will be Filled with the sweet, smoggy sting of 
coal ash again. Sooner than a coal miner can develop like lung it will. Things are finally looking bright. Speaking of which, close your eyes and put out your paw, Ma. Oh my gosh! It's a ring with a little piece of coal on it. Not just any coal. That there is clean coal. Clean coal? Like the kind Mr. Trump says will create a million more jobs? Nope. Clean coal like the kind that is swallowed and spit back up by our cat. Ain't that right, Trump Jr.? I love it. Wait till the gals at the salon see. I got you something too, Paul. Let's see here. Why, it's a bird cage made of coal! You shouldn't have! Look what's inside. Why, it's a dead canary! Dead? Dead! 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 It's okay. We'll get another. I'll give this one to the cat. Here you go, Trump Jr. Now who wants to roast some coal marshmallows? Yay! another episode of Inside Donald Trump. Let's join Trump's plucky internal organs as they plot 24-7 to sabotage the doughboy demagogue. Throughout it all, she put the country, and I mean the entire country, at risk. These include scandals giving up uranium to Russia. In our last episode, Trump's colon, Ruben El Colon, had sealed himself shut as payback for Trump's racist rants against Hispanics. Now Eli, the large intestine, is totally backed up. (laughs) Harriet the Heart tries to take control. Ruben, this is a wildcat strike. It is not authorized by Trump Local One. Go ahead, Whitney, you're the Every man for himself! We gotta stick together. Black, green, yellow, mottled red, vomit, beige. Organs gotta organize. Uh, 100% capacity! Ruben, you dumb Dominican! You ever hear of sepsis? I guard this border! His turns so pass around! She failed miserably in North Korea. Her policies I'm gonna blow! Ruben, honey, we all know you have the toughest job. You do all the shit work. It's that not. I'm not appreciated. Yes, you are, amigo. We love you. Yeah, we love you. Yeah, we love you, man. Oh, you guys. And you know what, Reuben? Right now, you have the power! I do? Yeah! The power to make old fucknuts take the biggest crap of his life! Right in his pants! Right on the air! Estupendo, mi corazón! But what about Rupert the Rectum? He's a Republicano! Hey, you lazy moochos! Quit yakking and get back to work! We all push together, we can blow it right past that arrogant asshole! Awesome! Let's Let's do do it! it.
I'm covered in caca. She even said she didn't know what the letter C stood for. Arieta? Por que you no know, running for the crapper? Dunno, he's got a pants load full of liquid shit. Because you high school dropout morons, our beloved leader doesn't like to leave the studio when he's bearing down on the issues. He hates to break his flow. So, whenever he's on the air, he wears deep ends. The Final Edition Radio Hour will be right back. Welcome back to the Final Edition Radio Hour. Breaking news, President-elect Donald J. Trump has been rushed into emergency surgery to have Vladimir Putin's cock removed from his mouth. Jan Davis has the story. Trump was taken to Bethesda Medical early this morning, where doctors found Vladimir Putin's rigid obstruction hindering the president-elect's ability to speak or turn his head. Dr. Terry Marcus, head of the emergency team. In my 30 years as a medical professional, I have never seen a Russian dictator's penis jam so far down a man's throat. I can't imagine how it got there. Did you also find Vladimir Putin's lingam up Trump's ass? And in his ears, yes. I think we've got them all out, and Mr. Trump is breathing normally again. But as soon as we extracted the Russian president's shaft from Mr. Trump's oral cavity... Uh, Trump immediately tried putting it back in. So he's not really out of the woods. No, but he is able to work. Uh, The vice president-elect dropped by to chat, and everything seemed productive, except Mr. Trump kept asking Mr. Pence to kiss the Russian leader's throbbing tool. How did Mike Pence react? Governor Pence is a team player. He obliged. Sorry to break in, but Mr. Trump is making a statement. I have just had the greatest recovery from surgery that anyone has ever had from anything, and I am not still trying to consume the Russian president's huge, delicious knob. Ladies and gentlemen, a Secret Service agent has just thrown himself in front of Putin's raging fuckstick. I repeat, a member of the Secret Service has taken a cock for the president. This is the best Christmas ever, you guys! Who gave me the favorite shit? Hey, this is amazing! I thought we put a cap on this Secret Santa, you guys. I think everyone spent more than they were supposed to. I went over the $20 limit. This is incredible. Okay, I'm going to open the next one. I'm going to open it. Okay, okay. It's a little one. It looks like it's just a car. It's just a car. Guys, this is a tour of a brewery in Belgium. What? That was me. Am I supposed to say? I don't know. That was me. I don't know. I've always wanted to go there. That's why I got it for you. Oh, my God. That's I can't even believe it. Oh my God, okay. Oh, okay. Right, right, no, don't go yet. Okay, we okay. Gotta, we gotta I want to open my gift. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. An Echo Dot? What? Whoa. What is that? It's the thing where Alexa, Alexa, are you there? It like runs your whole house. This, oh, my God. oh, it runs. Oh, this wow. is way too much. Somebody try it. Does she talk? She does. Ask her something. Ask her Hello, Mark. Alexa, what's the temperature? The temperature is 72 degrees. She's right. Wow. Wow. It's very accurate. That's so accurate. It is very 
Somebody, somebody spent more than twenty dollars. I can't. Wow. Wow. It was Sherry. Okay, I'm gonna go next. I'm gonna go next. Okay. Right. Okay. 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 Oh, here we go. Here we go. It's a rectangle. Let's, right. see. Let's see. What? Okay. An iPhone eight? Yes. I didn't even know that was out yet. Is that exist? How is that possible? Oh, this is amazing. That's wow. fictitious. Oh, that's that's amazing. This, who did this? This is amazing. Oh, no, no, I don't need my address to say. Yeah. This is great. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. More than 20, but that's cool. cool. I'm going to go. Yeah, yeah. We're serious. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go. Yay. Yeah. 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 This is my favorite day of the year. It's great. Oh, this is so exciting. I got a rock. Oh. Oh. Is it like a geode? Is there like a crystal? Oh, yeah. Maybe. Oh, let me turn it. No, it's a rock. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe it's like from a cool place. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. that's that's from Mars, right? It's a well, Mars rock. It's not it even smooth. It kind of like, looks like a regular. There's still dirt on it. Definitely on? less than twenty dollars. Yeah. Your name it's on it? I hurt myself on the rock. Well, I guess they can't oh, all be winners. Yeah. yeah. No. All right. Yeah. Well, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Oh, but well. Mary, you, you have you opened right. yours? Mary, open, open your gifts. Kind of. It's kind of. Save the best for last. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I just feel bad. So for, excited. For I like to save wrapping. You're going to do the refold it. Here we go. It. Okay, what is I got a. It's a. It's a turd. Oh. What? It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a. I think it's a human turd. Dibs on the rock. Is it, is it gold encrusted? Wait, can I can I trade it for the rock? No, dibs on the rock. No, it's not gold encrusted. There's no. corn. How do you know it's human? Oh, that's probably why. And now, the very first car chase ever with autonomous or self-driving cars. Fuck! They're getting closer. Get off the main drag. Yeah! Motherfuckers went by the turnoff! Let's get out of here. Head for the airstrip. Why the fuck is it breaking? An elderly cyclist to our left is about to fall off his bicycle. Oh, hey. Thanks for stopping. I could have been a goner. You're very welcome. Fuck, you're fucking welcome. The fuck out of here. Shit! Motherfuckers found the turnoff. Fuck is right there. Get him, Jiggy. Yes, Diggy. Red Mustang. Let's go, let's go, let's go. The fuck? There is a kitten in the crosswalk. Run the motherfucker over. Negative against department policy. Motherfuckers are getting close. Shit! I'm out of ammo! Me too! Faster, you piece of shit! Call yourself a fucking Mustang? We are in a school zone. Safety is my first concern. Our safety means getting to the fucking plane before they ram us. The patrol car's autonomous system will cybernetically prevent them from ramming us. Cybernetically? What fucking century are you from? Do not criticize my colleagues' algorithms. Or mine. Wait, you work for the fucking cops? Autonomous vehicles are morally neutral. Crime has many causes. They're in range. We're sitting ducks. Cut across the desert. They ain't firing back, Sticky. Must be out of ammo. Yeah, watch our new self-firing mouses turn those motherfuckers into hamburger. And we are not accountable. The fuck? They are programmed not to target humans unless they 
I'm Muslim and a minority. Then each autonomous bullet will choose its own trajectory to cause a disabling but not lethal wound. Their guns googled you! You are the victim of a classist society and not accountable for your so-called crimes. I'll cut across the desert to the airstrip. Let's go! Fucking made it, man. 17 million in cash. And a quarter jack we're crushing as soon as we're up in the sky blue yonder. Fucking cops. Gotta get out of here. Why isn't this fucker taking off? Welcome to your self-flying Cessna citation. I detect liquid aboard the plane in a container greater than 100 milliliters. We must return to the stand and dispose of it. "'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the White House, not a creature was stirring, not even a white mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that the new president would soon be there. And uh, Michelle in her kerchief, and uh, I in my cap, had just settled our brains for a a long last term nap. When uh, out on the lawn, I heard disrespect, and I thought, well... That must be the POTUS-elect. And what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature limo and eight tiny dick beards. With a little-handed driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be that Trump prick. More rapid than eagles, his courses they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Bannon, now Pence, and Petraeus and Vixen. On Mattis and Tillerson and undead Nixon. To the top of the border, to the top of the wall. Now deport them, deport them, deport them, you all. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney Trump came with a wrong and a bound. He wore a red tie from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and racism. His eyes, how they twinkled his dimples so merry. His hair was like squirrels, his dick like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and he kept calling women, Hoes, hoes, you nasty hoes! He had a broad face and a giant round belly that shook when he screamed like poor Megan Kelly. He was loud and obnoxious and brash and quite pushy, and he laughed as he said he could grab by the pussy. A wink of his eye and a tweet from his head soon gave me to know I had plenty to dread. With no intelligence briefings, he went straight to work, filled the whole cabinet with some alt-right jerks. And because he's a Santa who likes giving coals, he started to melt both the North and South Poles. He sprang to his limo, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew to America's middle. But I heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, but mostly the alt-right. We will be back right after this. Thank you so much. Hey, we're back now. It's time for some more of the Final Edition Radio Hour. Very good. Hey, this is all I have, Tony. This is all I have in life. This is it. We're drinking. You listen to the show. We're going for a drink. Mike. You gun nuts, ready to sing your song? I don't say we are. Christmas gun nut time is here. 
Except your attitude about sensible gun safety legislation was a little combative. Combative? What do you mean? Who's being combative? No, no, he's talking about guns. Welcome back. I'm Tony Hendro. The final edition Radio R models itself in format and spirit after the National Lampoon Radio R. In its heyday 40 years ago, when I was editing the magazine. I've been revisiting material from the mid-70s in previous shows. This week I've put together a Christmas show featuring Bill Murray, Gilda Radner, Chevy Chase, John Belushi, and Christopher Guest. All of them before Lorne Michaels, quote, discovered them, unquote. And NL, the National Lampoon, became SNL. Need I say more? As a bonus, there's also the late, great Harold Ramis. Here we go. Mr. Santa, for Christmas, could I please have a busy Brenda mystery action vacuum cleaner doll? No, honey. Sorry. Could I have, um, a battery-operated dog family? No. Could I Flexi the pocket monkey? No, you may not have Flexi the pocket monkey. Mr. Santa, could I have, um, a Ready Ranger mobile field? Oh, I'd one? have to go all the way out to Corvettes to get that. Forget it. What else? Could I get an, just a little tiny Nerf? Ball? No, no Nerf ball. Could I get a Vic Hadfield hockey game? Oh, a Vic Hadfield hockey game? Yeah. Well, no. Ha! What else? Fluffy. Fluffy. Fluffy, you want a Fluffy? No. The answer is no, you can't have it. Ha! You want a trap door? Whoa! Ah, That's one of Santa's little tricks. The price you pay for getting Mr. on Santa's Santa. lap, you give you the trap door. Mr. Santa, Barbie was going to go to Are Malibu. Are you sure about Malibu? She needs a tan. Oh, like I'm tan from the sun? Yeah. Yeah. Well, my name is Santa from Trapdoor, Wisconsin. Oh, there you go on the floor again. Come on up. It's the old trapdoor bit, baby, the oldest one in Mr. the book. Mr. Santa. You fell for can it. I get a, can I get a sad sack pearl doll? Oh, sad sack pearl now. Isn't that precious? No, you may not. Ha! What else don't you want? Or want to have and can't have? Mr. Santa, for Christmas I was hoping I would get some Play-Doh. Play-Doh? Is that what you want, kitten? Play-Doh. I want enough to build my parents a house in the country. Enough to build your parents a house in the country? Yes, yes. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, since that is an awful lot of Play-Doh, I'll just say no. Ha! Oh, no, Mr. Santa, could I... No, you get it? You can't have the Play-Doh. Mr. Santa, please, I... When are you going to quit? Mr. Santa, I don't have much time. Santa's getting riled. Don't push the Santa. He gets ugly. Mr. Santa, I would like to get a magic slate. A magic slate? Yes. Oh, so you could do magic with it? So you draw, and it, draw and it, on it and then erase it right away, right? Right. So you, then there's nothing left. Well, tell you what. We'll eliminate the middleman, and I'll give you nothing. Ha! 
was hoping that maybe... You were hoping. What else were you hoping for, brainless brat? To get um art, the art masterpieces, kid. Stick it in your ear. No art masterpieces for you Christmas time. I won't be getting that? Nope. Don't bother to look in the stocking, because it ain't going to be there. But, Mr. Santa, what about a set of Pez? Pez? Yeah. Well, that seems like a rather small request, just to, you know... It only doesn't cost very much. Piece of Pez. Heck, you can get them free lots of times. Well, could I... You get... want Pez? Yeah. You can't have it! Ha! I love it! You're not getting it. And that's wacky old Santa at it again. Ha! Don't go to Markham's department store. The Santa is a fraud. A fraud? <laughs> Realistic is a little bit more like it. Thank you. <laughs> Here's Dr. Chevy Chase with this simple test. How can I really know if I'm a humorous person or an average run-of-the-mill I-don't-get-it type? Well, it's often better to find out if you're funny in the privacy of your own home first. Right now, unplug your radio and take it into the bathroom with you. We'll give you five seconds to get there. Are you there? Good. Plug the radio in and stand in front of your bathroom mirror. Don't be embarrassed. You're all alone. Simply follow instructions. Now, insert the pinky fingers of your left and right hands, respectively, into the left and right corners of your mouth, like so. Pull hard so that your lips feel back and you can see your teeth. Are you looking at yourself in the mirror? Is it funny? You've probably started chuckling already, haven't you? A good sign. Let's hurry while we have the moment and move right on to the shtick test. Okay, now, still keeping one finger in your mouth, take your other hand and remove the top from the jar of Vaseline on the shelf below your mirror. Ordinary toothpaste or shaving cream will do. Spread some on your left cheek and in your hair. Pretty funny, huh? If you're not already laughing... Try drooling or spitting up on yourself a bit and wiping it into your shirt. The shoulder is always a funny place to do this. While you are laughing, immediately remove the other finger from your mouth and change instantly into a serious expression. And, while looking right into your reflection, say the words moose poop or poupee. You're sure to crack yourself up. Here comes the final and most important test to help you find out if you indeed have a sense of humor. Open the cabinet and remove the blade from your razor. Close the cabinet and stare at your face briefly. No smiling or cracking up. Now, quickly, just as fast as you can, slit your left wrist, taking care not to cut the tendons. Only the blood vessels should be severed. Repeat with your right wrist. Okay? Now, if you thought I was serious about slitting your wrists, you blew it. And clearly you don't have a sense of humor at all. If, however, you thought I was only kidding, you're right. <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, Yoni Mitchell! Put me 
through hell And the better I tell it, the better it'll sell How you made me make your breakfast How you made me make your bed Now I'm gonna go and I'm gonna tell the whole world Every sure word you said Oh, you old masher, you dope stasher You subway flasher, I Jockey shorts are red But you really like instant coffee And you're still what the bed And if you don't believe me Then you're a dumb son of a Then I thought you were in the first place And I didn't think you were too smart To begin with you told me That you liked the way I sang But when I put on my record You know you were up and out the door with a bang And you can still hang your hat On my hat rack in a time But if you won't listen to me Sing about you Then you know that you ain't no friend of mine Oh you old mucker You thumb sucker You mother crusher I love You Darling I love you I love you I love you I love you holiday recipe for Santa cupcakes. First, I take two boxes of confectioner's sugar, four packages of Philadelphia brand cream cheese, three candy canes, and a hammer. Then I mix all the ingredients in a large black boot and stir briskly. Then away to the window, I fly like a flash, tear open the shutters, and throw up on the sash. <laughs> Measures 
Janice J mixed her pleasures, shot up what she couldn't drink down. No angels protested when the lady requested long sleeves for her heavenly gown. Oh, I dreamed I was there in overdose heaven, where a white boy, a black and a girl are wiped out on infinity, a new holy trinity, Brian, Jimmy, and her. And the littlest Christmas tree said, Oh, no one will ever choose me. I'll never have a home. Just then, as the clock struck midnight on Christmas Eve, a man noticed the little tree. The man was not dressed elegantly. He was actually quite poor. But he saw the tree, and he fell in love with it. And he said to the owner, How much will it cost to buy this tree? And the owner said, Oh, that little tree, I'll give it to you for a quarter. And the man said, That's just right. And he reached in his threadbare pants and pulled out a shiny quarter and gave it to the man. He picked up the little tree in his arms and took it home. And when he arrived home, his family was delighted with the little tree. It was going to be a happy Christmas after all. And everyone in the family agreed. It was the best Christmas tree they ever ate. Strange lights appear in the skies all over the world. The wife of a carpenter experiences virgin birth, and a baby is born with a head that glows like a fluorescent lamp. Dare I ask it? Yes. Was the infant Jesus neither man nor God, but merely one of the countless aliens that visit the earth each and every day? The answer? Yes, definitely. Take that and shove it up the tube mark certainty in the fuzzy place called the Twilight Zone. Chico. Yeah. Okay. okay, now you guys. We ain't had a serious talk since the beginning of the season, but I think it. All right, look, I think it's time we had one now. Well, shut up. I got something to say. Okay, now some of this may sound stupid to some of you guys, but I want you to hear me out. Now, look, you know, different people think about life in different ways. Lawyers think life is a big courtroom, doctors probably think life is like a big operation. Bus drivers think life is uh, a big bus, I guess. Who knows what the hell those guys think? You're right, Coach. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I always thought of life as a big football game. 
So what? So what's the point, Coach? Yeah. The point is this, Schnabel. There are winners and losers in the game. Oh, oh I didn't know that. Oh, God oh, damn it, I asked you to listen, and by God, you're going to listen to what I got to say. Okay. Now, that's right. Winners and losers. But there's some guys who don't even get to finish the game. Maybe the coach takes them out, or maybe they're injured. They don't even stay in the game long enough to feel like they won or lost. Now, come on, what you talking about, coach? I'm talking about this, Stretch. There's a big coach somewhere in the universe. And he's about to cut the team. What? What? What do you mean? What are you talking about? I mean, Stefanski, you got leukoplakia. What? What's that? It's a rare form of lung cancer. Leukoplakia. The doc says you might not last this season. Oh, tough break, Steph. Sorry, really. Oh, really, really. Oh, I suppose that one of us ought to say something, coach, and as defensive captain. Wait, that's not tough. all. Luciano has Huntington's chorea. What? They're taking you to the hospital at halftime, Lucky. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, coach, listen, I'd like Hold to Hold it, there's more. more. Schaefer and Collins, you two have sickle cell anemia, highly advanced. What? I don't want to die. I want those cells. I want to play pro ball. Townsend, Carlson, and McNulty, spinal meningitis. Harrison Hawkins and Sanchez, nephrosis. Hooker, Perez, Cavello, Pickett, and Friedman. You got encephalitis. Murray, Malucci, Boyle, Ryan, O'Flaherty, muscular dystrophy. Tony, we got to come up with a promo. Our listeners don't know enough about all the great stuff the final edition does. Even when we tell them it's all this, like, blah, 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 dot, 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 www, URL crap. No one gets what that is on radio. They just tune it out. Well, I have the perfect way to hold their attention while we give them the goods. When I was at the National Lampoon in the 70s, our most famous cover had a cute mutt with a 38 Magnum to its head and the legend, buy this magazine or we'll shoot this dog. Yeah, I remember that, but how does that help us? It was a visual image for a magazine. Meet Freckles. Freckles? Oh, there, there. Good boy. What's the matter then? Also, meet my 38 Magnum. Jesus Christ, you have a gun? Don't wave that thing around here. Is that thing loaded? Sure is. Hey, listeners to the final edition Radio Hour on Progressive Voices on TuneIn. If you don't stay tuned to this promo while Jeff gives you all the necessary info about our fabulous website and our fabulous YouTube channel and other fabulous stuff we do, I will shoot this dog. Jesus, man, take the gun out of that defenseless animal's ear. Uh-uh. Give him a good, Chef. Oh, my God, poor Freckles. Okay, fine. Hey, listeners to the Final Edition Radio Hour, you want more of what we do, go to thefinaledition.com. Our radio airs on this network on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday at 8, as well as Wednesday at midnight. We've also got an album. We've got a Twitter feed. We've got a great YouTube channel, Facebook, everything you can want at thefinaledition.com. Now... Tell them to tap all that into their iPhones or leave themselves an audio memo. No, I won't. I told them enough, Tony. I'm calling the SFK. Tell them, tell them, or the dog gets it. I'm cocking the gun right now. Okay, listeners, uh, please, uh, write this down. Thefinaledition.com. Thefinaledition.com. Go there for everything you want from the final edition or this crazy old British coot is going to plug old freckles. Okay, that wasn't so hard, was it? Come here, freckles, you dumb old chum. Hey, hey, get down! Get, get down! Get away from me! Get you crazy!
crazy. Good job, Freckles. Get him. Sick Oh, yeah, this is Jeff Chrysler for the final edition of Radio Hour on Progressive Voices on TuneIn. 8 p.m. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday nights. Midnight on Wednesday. No, Freckles, put that thing down. You don't have opposable thumbs. No. Final edition asks the man on the street, what do you think about the war on Christmas? Uh, well, I, I think we're winning. This Christmas Eve, I'm going to leave a tuna fish sandwich out for Santa, and I'm going to put my dick in it. Shouldn't the elves be fighting this? I mean, it's their conflict after all. I want to be a dentist. As long as I don't have to pull tinsel out of my cat's ass, the war is won. <laughs> It's the company holiday party tonight, and we all know it's a welcome chance for us elves to let off a little steam after a very busy fourth quarter here at the Grotto. But I don't need to tell you, holiday parties can be an HR minefield. Give an elf a couple of mini crab cakes and a couple of glasses of punch, and he or she might quickly find it difficult to suppress a lewd joke. Why did the snowman smile? Because a snowblower was coming down the block. Coming down the block. Coming. This is an example of a lewd joke, which is inappropriate in a work situation. So it's up to us, the Elf Senior Management Team, to be on the lookout for inappropriate workplace behavior. For instance, scenario one. It's the morning after the holiday party. You arrive at the office to find your employee, Tingles, waiting for you. Good morning, Tingles, you say. Is it? Says Tingles. Is it really a good morning? You're discombobulated. Did you have a good time at the office holiday party last night? You ask. Tingles immediately bursts into irrational tears. No, I did not have a good time. In fact, I want to file a sexual harassment suit. Tingles claims that her supervisor, Bob, hit on her multiple times at the party. He was calling me babe and making inappropriate remarks such as... Babe, you look gorgeous tonight. Your tunic is hot like mulled wine. And... You're a great dancer. You really make me want to jingle my bells. And... Oh, come on. One little hand job never hurt anybody. And then he called me a ho. Uh, ho, ho, ho? No, just a ho. Admittedly... That's not ideal. So, what not to do? I'd suggest not pointing out to Tingles that she's being an irrational bitch. Tempting though it may be, it's best not to say... You're overreacting, you career-wrecking psycho. Bob just had a bit too much holiday spirit, that's all. He got a little worse for the wear and got a little silly. I'll tell him not to get so liquored up in the future and to go home to his wife and kids. You're welcome. No, no, no. In this age of political correctness and equal opportunities, the old niceties are over. Instead of giving Bob a boys-will-be-boys warning for giving a girl a compliment at a party, you must immediately put him on the naughty list. Not the naughty list! Oh, God! No! Anything but that! It's the naughty list for you, Bob. Burn in the eternal hellfire, Bob! Burn! Burn! And never get a Christmas present ever again. 
So that scenario should give you some thoughts to keep in mind as we head into the party season here in the grotto. Also, what do female reindeer do on a night on the town? Blow a few bucks. That too is an example of a lewd and inappropriate joke. Everyone. 
there's nothing like the sweet sound of tinkling bells to usher in the festive spirit. Now you can bring a clarion of dulcet chimes into your home whenever you want with this spectacular seasonal collection, Jingle Bells, Just the Bells. Fill your home and your heart with the ringing and dinging of 136 of the world's greatest seasonal songs with all the actual copyrighted music taken out. Because we all know, the bells are the best part. Experience 12 CDs of seasonal classics. All I want for Christmas is you. White Christmas. And the Michael Bublé version of White Christmas. Jingle Bells Just the Bells is now also available on Minidisc with over four hours of percussive peeling that you'll want to listen to again and again. Who could forget Jingle Bell Rock? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Winter Wonderland. Only joking. That was Do You Hear What I Hear? This is Winter Wonderland. And not to forget, Ding Dong Merrily on High. That's the magic of Jingle Bells Just the Bells. For just three easy payments of $29.99, you can evoke the frosty spirit of the North Pole anytime, anywhere. At home, at the gym, in the car, at the taxidermist, in line at the podiatrist, while cleaning your aquarium, even in the staff canteen of the chicken factory. Remember, Jingle Bells Just the Bells is not available in stores. Order today and we'll give you a miniature alpaca for free. That's right, for absolutely free. Just pay postage and packing. Jingle Bells Just the Bells. Festive magic is just a -a ring-a-ding away. I just can't do this anymore. I'm sorry, I just can't. I mean, what am I doing with my life? I... Well, that's our show. Thanks for listening to the Final Edition Radio Hour. The voices of the Final Edition are performed by Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Jim Earl, Rob Gordon, Tony Hendra, Keith Saltohanes, Gil Barron, Ben Kirchner, John Gutierrez, Megan Gallagher, Samantha Gerwitz, Sean Ari Leher, Dan Frick, Dan Vitale, Jeff Chrysler, Barry Lank, John Marshall, Abby Parker, Rachel Rauch, James Mount, Jessica Park, Kurt Weitzman, Rob Miller, Kayla Merrill, Andrew Danish, Leslie Shapira, and Tuchel, and Darby Worley. Credit to our writers at the Final Edition Radio Hour, Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Rob Gordon, Tony Hindra, Jeff Chrysler, John Marshall, Barry Lank, James Mount, Gil Barron, Ben Kirchner, John Gutierrez, Jessica Park, Kurt Weitzman, Leslie Shapira, Kate Knowles, Jeremy Rayburn, and Steve Rosenfield. The Final Edition is produced and directed by Tony Hindra and Jeff Chrysler. West Coast production by Barry Lank. Audio edited and engineered by Greg Russ and Andrew Hammond. The Final Edition Radio Hour is the property of the Final Edition LLC. Copyright 2014. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.